Hey, welcome to Monday Post, the post-Sunday post-sermon recap podcast from Normandale. It's Mason, and I am pumped to be back with you again after a Christmas break. And so we had a couple weeks in which we had some other guys preaching, and uh, schedules just were struggling to work out to be able to make extra Monday Post podcasts uh, for them. But, man, glad to be back with you guys for this spring semester. So, yesterday was admittedly a difficult sermon because of the text or the topic. And so we, we talked about Leviticus chapter 27, verses 30 to 33, which are all about the tithe or the beginning of the tithe. And so we tried to frame it um, in, in terms of how the Bible frames it, which is giving or tithing to our local church is a result of our relationship, of our knowing God, and, and how, how following Christ extends into every area of our lives when he says, follow me. And so that extends even to such sensitive areas or issues as our finances or as how we handle our money. And so that is something that was a struggle for me to come around to desiring to preach on because it's, it's, it's awkward. Uh, because it's such a sensitive thing for everyone, and so um, so it took me a while to be like to get to the point where I was like, oh, you know what? I do need to teach on this. And so we finally, I, I decided a couple months ago, I was like, okay, starting January, we're gonna have a, a, a series of money, and and so now January's here, and so we're hitting it. Um, but yeah, I I was as I was reading about, looking forward to this this series and reading about Jesus' teachings on money and what all the Bible says about money. It's shocking just how much is really there, um, and so we had our, our, you know, our text about the tie, the importance of it, and the reason that that it was originally set up, which was to support the ministry of the temple or the tabernacle, and the Levites who were called to serve there. And the reason that they had to be supported is because everyone else, all the other tribes, were given land, but the Levites were not. They were given this role to serve the tabernacle. And so they needed to be supported in order to carry out their own jobs. Because if they couldn't, like, if, if they didn't have funds coming in from the rest of the people, then they couldn't do their own job that God called them to do. And so they, so they needed uh, financial backing, and, the, and the, the tabernacle itself needed financial backing to be able to support everything. And so, so God thought that was important enough for him to create this entire system of, of uh, a tithe that all the people would contribute to in order to carry out the ministry. And so we connected that and we said, we showed how um, for New Testament believers, this moves forward towards us, um, not out of compulsion, but out of, out of love and of grace. And so love for Christ and, and how, how we are the new temple of God collectively as a church and here at Normandale we are the 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 local manifestation of that and so how much more should we support the ministry that's happening here now when I'm looking at the Bible there man there's so many texts that actually talk about money and it was a you know like we're looking at like well should we talk about this one should we talk about this one like even Jesus himself paid the temple tax he he paid his own like tax to the temple that his father is the one who was it was centralized so Matthew chapter 17 it's like uh, this, these these people come to who collect the temple tax. They come to Peter and they're like, doesn't your teacher pay the temple tax? And he's like, yes, he does pay the temple tax. Like even Jesus paid to contribute to the ministry of the temple. And uh, uh, and so it's just kind of interesting you see that this is everywhere. But, but Jesus also talks about 
how we view our money. Like I said at the beginning of, of the service yesterday, or I mean at the beginning of the sermon, is that Jesus connects our hearts and our money. He says there's a deep spiritual connection between your heart and your money. How you spend your money, what you do is it reveals where your heart's truly at because where your money is, there your heart is. And, uh, and that's why Jesus says things like in Matthew chapter 6, verse 24, like no one can serve two masters since either he will hate one and love the other or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. And so if you're going to serve and pursue financial wealth or financial well-being if every bit of your 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 like when you focus or think about your money if all of it is about how do i retain this how do i keep this how do i how do i do its best for me in this it's like then you're gonna what that's gonna do is that's gonna become the god of your life but if you want to serve god and you want him to be central focus of your life then you're gonna allow him to shape how you handle your money and uh, so that's what jesus is getting at there and so um, there was another passage that, um, well, actually, and, and Jesus also expects us to be giving. Uh, for example, when he talks about when you give, do it in secret, essentially, in the, in the, uh, in Matthew chapter six, it's not if you give, it's when you give. He's expecting this from all of his followers is that we are partaking in contributing. And, uh, but there's a passage that I didn't go to yesterday. I, I was thinking about going to, but I, I decided to change course. Uh, because it's it's decidedly negative, uh, um, uh, or and so it's in Malachi. So let me pull it up right here, Malachi, chapter three, in which uh, this book is talking to um, Jew, the Hebrew believer Hebrews who, who've fallen away from the faith, or they they are they're disobedient to God. And now he's coming after their leaders and he's coming after them. He's saying, you guys are not following me. You need to walk by repentance. And, and so he turns and he says like, you are, you have not been keeping my statutes. You've been turning away. Now return to me. So he's given this as an idea of repentance. What does repentance look like? And here's the thing. They said, how can we return? What does repentance look like? And here's the method he gives them for repenting to demonstrate their real heart change. He says, Will a man rob God? Yet you are robbing me. And they say, well, how did we rob you? He's like, because you're not tithing. He's like, you're not making the payments of the tenth and the contributions. He's like, you are walking disobediently to me. And the avenue that I want you to take to turn your heart back towards me is to begin to tithe again. He's like, you're you're not following me. And like, it's crazy because if you think about like if you're not giving to the local church, you think, well, I'm not giving to the pastor, I'm not giving to the ministry, or, or you know, I'm just, you know, it, we think of it in those terms. But what God says is that if you're not giving, you're robbing me. You know, it's because everything comes from God. God calls us stewards, not owners, just like we said in the sermon. And so, and so, I just found that a I found that a really interesting passage. There was a sermon by a pastor in Philadelphia named Eric Mason. He was really pointing this out of of God calls us to give a tenth, and when we don't, we're robbing Him. And uh, and so, there's there's a lot more you could say about that, but. Um, it's a, it's a pretty powerful passage. Again, that's Malachi chapter three, verses seven through 12. And, uh, and so, yeah, I had a whole sermon basically on that, but I decided to scrap it and change course. And we went with the sermon I preached yesterday, 
But, um, you know, in this, we want this to be something that is a joyful thing for us, right? So when my family gives, like when I give, like like just full disclosure, my family gives, um, we give 10%. And so like, uh, I remember this point in my own life when Darren and I were first married, I was in seminary, um, and we were giving to the, to Normandale, uh, when I was an intern here. And I remember looking at the amount we were giving and just being really excited that we got to do that, that we got to be a part of what was happening here. I remember like looking at it one day and I was talking to where, you know, and I was just like, you know what? I want to increase that $10 this, you know, a month or $10 a paycheck or whatever it was. And like the idea that I chose to give more than 10% at that time, um, I, there was a, there was an excitement within me and with our family that we were contributing to our church in a meaningful way. And, and for us, it genuinely was an act of worship and I, like, because we loved our church and we wanted to follow Christ. We wanted to see his name made known here. And, uh, and I don't know, there, there was a, a sense of joy for us in that, that we were contributing like that. And, and that, that extends till this day um, for us. And so like whenever I get paid, there's an automatic deduction uh, that I've set up through Church Center that comes out of my paycheck. And there's a, there's a sense of joy that comes with contributing to this church. And, 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 and it really does. There's, there's something about giving you ownership about your church. Because when we look at our church here at Normandale, it's like, no, I'm an active contributor. Like this is my church. This is the place that I love, the people that I love. I'm not going anywhere because I'm, I'm financially invested here. And, uh, and so I think there's something to that, uh, for us in terms of, of of our heart being connected to everyone else here when we're, when we're all in, including financially. Um, so something to think about. And so our task yesterday, leaving the, the service was not to immediately go and set up a new, um, automatic draft out of your bank account. The, the, the task yesterday was for you to go home and for you to pray about what God is calling you to give and to talk to your wife or your husband about what y'all could do together. Um, and so I'm calling you to do that. I think that would be a good thing for you to do to assess what are we contributing to the work of the ministry, what God wants to do here at Normandale and what does God desire us to give? Um, because I think that once you take the step, if you're not already, if you take the step to honor him with your finances, what's going to happen is he's going to come and he's going to bless you. And that doesn't always mean he's going to turn around and give you a million dollars. You're going to get all these checks in the mail, you know, to cut, you know, it, 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 that's not exactly what it means. But I think that you'll be surprised by the joy you receive in the middle of giving in that manner toward our church. I think you'll be surprised by that. And I think you'll walk into these doors with a new sense of ownership and a new sense of, of place or belonging to this church when you are financially all in here. Um, and so take that step to pray about it this week. And, uh, and so this next week, I think we're going to talk about the uh, poor widow uh, who gave two pennies uh, at the temple. I think that's where we're going to go. We'll have to see. So in any case, I hope you think about this stuff and uh, we'll see you on Wednesday for normal Wednesday night activities with kids activities and everything else. So we'll see you then. And then again, on this coming Sunday. All right, see y'all later.